This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Babes Listen. You're joined by your hosts, Nat and Jess. Two fitness professionals from New Zealand authentically talking everything health and wellness. You're welcome. Welcome back to another great episode. Must be Monday. Monday, about 11 a.m., that's when oh, we come out, isn't it? Like, it's not Monday no, today. No, 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 but it's Monday. It's Monday. It's <laughs> For Monday everybody when, else. When yes. this comes out. So that's very exciting. Uh, how exciting has your week been? Yeah, great, thanks. Yeah. What's been, the, what's been the highlight of the last week for you? Highlight of the last week. What did I do in the weekend? Maybe I should have given you a heads up instead yeah, of putting sorry. you on the spot. It's quite hard, isn't it, to um, think of highlight when you're put on the spot like that. Uh, nothing really, like, has really happened in terms of, like, you know, what did I do? I can't remember the weekend. Wow, that good. What the hell did I do? <laughs> That's good. That's yeah, good. Nothing that thrilling. What about you? Uh, What's the highlight of your week been? I think that, um, so Greg came home. Oh, yeah. So he was um, at the World Cup for, I don't know how long. Um, maybe a couple of months, two and a half months, whatever. And obviously we went over to see him. A bit um, in that situation, he's working, so it's yeah, a bit, it's yeah. a bit different, you know. And then he came back, not for very long, very quick turnaround, and then he went to Tokyo. So on Saturday, I picked him up from the airport. Saturday, I think it was, and it, it was great because it was like, oh my goodness, he's actually home, and he hasn't Aww. been like home home since August. So that's yeah. quite a. Um, that's pretty cool. It's quite a big change for our family. Um, there's certainly a lot more stuff around the house. Um, <laughs> just like bags unpacked or just stuff? Oh, just stuff generally. Mm. And this, and I asked him about it and he said this is how he's kind of justified leaving his stuff around is that um, if I can't see it, then I forget to do something about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, but that's, that. yeah, that's what lists are for. You know what I mean? That's what you like. But why, make do, a note why about. does it need? Yeah, yeah. Like, that, why does it? Why, why do does I need, need to see to, it? <laughs> why do you need to remember? And yeah. um, why does he need to do stuff with his stuff? Yeah. Can he just like does? Do, can he just do it now? Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> well, it's there. do I need to trip over it? Is that also <laughs> kind of necessary? Anyway, he has a lot of stuff, um, but um, <laughs> stuff in general. That's okay. I didn't marry him for. Um, Is it nice having, to have him back? It's great. Um, that was quite high pitched. Um, uh, no, it's 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 awesome. It is definitely an adjustment. Yeah. Just to keep it real, it's an adjustment. But he is currently in Auckland. Oh, jeez. So, um, so that's, <laughs> you you kind of um, the the adjustment kind of continues. But you know, kind of. So he comes back and it's quite intense. And then he goes away and, and like, I just bye again. <laughs> yeah, take a breather for a little bit. But um, it came out in the media. Yesterday, that yep. he is working with the uh, the Auckland Blues, uh, Auckland Blues, Blues oh, yeah. Super Rugby team. So I had a couple of messages yesterday asking, um, saying, you know, kind of uh, just heard about Greg's job and does that mean you're moving to Auckland? And um, I'm not. Oh, God, I thought you were going to break... 
news to me right I now. I would not do that. Like, Thank you. <laughs> I hope not. I was like, what? You're not, right? Why did you pause? Don't pause. Don't pause. Keep going. Well, see, what has been very difficult is that I honestly have been sick for so long. So literally the only time that we see each other... Is never. It's just once a week doing this. Is recording the podcast. And it's not enough. So that's why you're actually not joking going... Is yeah. this a, how you're going to break yeah. it to me? Because it, it is, this is kind of our catch up. You're just, if you're listening, Honestly, you're privy breaks, to the catch up. It breaks my heart because I miss you so much. Oh, I know. Yeah, one bit of hair that's like straight up. Oh, can you and, adjust for me, yeah, please? Yeah. This is why I can't move <laughs> just, to Auckland. Who would be my personal it just needs hairdresser? To be back. It just, there we go. That's better. Thank you. Thanks, Faye. <laughs> Thanks for looking after me like I that. to go under the headset. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I miss you a lot. Mm. Um, do you miss me back or just me? I miss you so much, okay, and I tell you this, so I don't know why you're questioning it. Um, I don't know, feeling bony. Uh, but also because I, yeah, because I'm not teaching now, which I talked about last week. Yes, yeah. And um, so we don't see each other exactly. um, through Les Mills. And, and I was thinking this morning, we used to see each other every day, mm. every single day, because especially when you were GFM, Griffin's mm. manager, and I was personal trainer, mm. it was like a daily thing where I'd be like, because there's things that happen during the day, and I'm like, oh, I've got to tell Jess, oh, like it, like it's won't land very well on a text, you mm. know. So then I'm like, I'll wait until I see her, and then I've forgotten. Yes, you know, because I and have something I have to tell you. Oh, really? Not on the podcast, oh, okay. but you've just reminded me. But you me. know what I mean, though. Like, yeah. and then there's like so many things that it's like not worthy of a text, but it's just like something that. You know, happened. I don't know, but anyway. So, Miss Chu, how are you feeling though? You, are you feel? Are you getting better? I mean, the most boring topic we could possibly talk no. about is the fact that I'm still sick and I don't know what's going on. But have um, you gone back to see the doctor? Uh, Sorry, no, I, for the podcast. I don't know. I, don't know. I spoke to a pharmacist, oh, yeah. and uh, they were kind of like, mm, "Sounds like your immune system just is not fighting off this virus yeah. that you've got." Yeah. And I was like, "Cool." And she was like, "You know, so you just really need to rest." And I sort of, I felt like I, I mean, I have not exercised in in two months. Full disclosure, mm-hmm. I have done. No more than walking in two months. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not exaggerating for kind of like oh, effect no, I on you. the podcast. You've been so, so sick. And wa- and walking is is exhausting. So yeah. um yeah, I don't know, I don't know what's going on, but oh, I don't know. I'll keep you updated. Your eyes looking good. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to improve. The the thing is though that I did uh, I had an appointment with my psychologist Amy yesterday, and she's going to be joining us in a couple of yes. weeks, which I'm so excited. Nico, do you know what she's going to talk about? I'm so excited. Social anxiety. You looked at me like, should I say it? Yeah, I love that topic. Well, I'm I just I'm so excited to hear more about it from a psychologist. So, um, that's that's something to look forward to. But I was chatting to her, and I said, because um, I had this experience. I don't know if I should go into this. Should I go? Should I? Yeah. I okay. mean, everything goes. Nico's going, yes, so go for it. Okay. So I had this experience. So um, uh, with Greg coaching with Your Blacks, there was something that was coming out in the media about him um, sort of not uh, being on the, on the, in the coaching team sort of after the World Cup, right? And we knew that that decision had been made and, you know, kind of a few weeks later that it was going to be announced in the media, right? And 
I, around that time, went into this weird, like, rash, and my body itched, and it was so strange. And I went to the doctor about it, and there was no reason for it whatsoever, right? Yeah. And so I had an appointment with um, Amy, and we were kind of talking about it and, uh, you know, so talking about how maybe, you know, stress and nervous system and all of that. I just wonder the timing of, like, so, you know, the World Cup's now finished, Mm -hmm. and this chapter of him being with this team, you know, sort of is finishing, Mm -hmm. and it has been great and it has been... Um, challenging in lots of ways, and I think there's a part of me that's kind of been surviving it. Yeah. And now that it's finishing, I think my body's just let go and it's just yep. gone. Wah. I think that explains the sickness for two months. Something oh, actually, has over to. over two months. Uh, you were sick before 23rd. you went to France. Yeah. Twenty. Listen, I actually have the date. Twenty <laughs> third of September. Now this feels boring. Is, what, is when you got sick. Yep. 23rd of September. Okay, so, geez, isn't it the 22nd today? 23rd. Ah, that's ah! weird. <laughs> Matt's got goosebumps. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of, and isn't that an interesting topic, right, that sort of mind-body connection? And it's such a kind of like, you know, to some people that's a very fluffy kind of Have concept. Have you had that before where you've broken out into a rash when you've been extremely stressed before or was this the first? I feel like this might be the first. What about you? Or I any other I've symptoms? Had, yeah, I was just thinking what I've had. I've had like just like stomach cramps. Like my stomach will play up big time where I just feel like I've got like a tight, tight, tight ball. You know, when you feel like you can't, you can't ex- expand yep. like you because it's just so tight and it's so painful. So generally my stomach is like the first thing to um, kick in in terms of like actual physical, you know, like a. am just yep. trying to relate it to the rash. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Jess's rash. <laughs> it's all gone now. It's okay. The we rash is it. gone. Yeah, the, ra- the rash is long gone. It was a while ago. Um, but yeah, that, I think it's my stomach. That goes, I haven't, a, I can't think of anything else. Anything else? Nothing else? I don't know. Can you give me examples? Well, so I, I do, and uh, don't quote me because I haven't prepared this, but I do know of um, cases where there, there was extreme trauma to do with maybe a war on uh, in Cambodia. No, no, don't quote me. But um, the mothers of children that had been killed in this um, conflict uh, lost their sight. I have heard that. Yeah, that kind of psychosomatic yeah. um, sort of um, symptoms or people that lose yeah. feeling in their limbs and things like that. So um, th- that's not what we're chatting about today, <laughs> mind-body stuff, but it is a really interesting it topic. Interesting. So that'll be one to yeah. kind of write down for the for the yeah. future. But last week talked about, um, you know, sort of uh, changing for me from the fitness industry to going back to psychology but focusing much more on, you know, sort of um, taking it seriously and studying full-time and all of that. Uh, How's stats going? Well, so Nat asked me this a lot and apparently I I never answer. Well, normally in our text there's like several questions, I think. Yes, yes. Yeah, or like there's several topics. Yes. You know? It's a lot to cover. So we've got paragraphs. Mm. (laughs) 
And then she always ignores the one where I say, how's stats going? So I'm like, well, either she's like struggling or she's just like, meh, it's fine. <laughs> I just think it's not that interesting. But if I'm asking, clearly I want to know. But maybe you're just asking to be polite. And no, so then I, I genuinely care. Like you were so scared about doing this this paper. Terrified. Because you don't like stats. I genuinely care about how it's going. Uh, is, that, is that too hard to comprehend? That's very kind. And you did say that before, and you did say that you had studied stats, and then I was like, oh, so Oh, actually, not at uni, though. Like in, I did, you remember I did calculus in high school and you made fun of me? Maths girl. Uh, yeah, so maybe I can give you more um, stats chat, but generally but like it's I just want to well. bore you. It's going well, right? It's going well. It's going, I'm very, um, I am committed to the call. I have a completely different approach to studying now, which is that I uh, am waiting for the library to open at 8.30, like a total geek. And Does it open at 8.30? Opens at 8.30 during summer. And uh, yes, Nico's nodding because he's also a student. <laughs> yep. uh, yes, and I, I sit in that library and I um, work my little butt off uh, trying to understand 4 stats. PM. About 4, 4.30. Wow. Uh, well, this is because it's five weeks. It's a semester that's kind of condensed into five yeah, weeks. Yeah, so it's, it's quite intense. And I think, I think the fear of, because, you know, sort of like you can't move on to the next until you understand what you've just done, whatever that is called. Um, so my fear is that I won't quite understand something, but the paper's moving on yeah, and I'm getting yeah. left behind. So that's very motivating to to find your focus. Yeah, I'm also not doing this paper alongside of anything else, which was a conscious decision and why yeah. I'm not teaching group fitness at the moment, because I do not want to be learning choreography and teaching classes no. while I'm trying to do this. So Yeah, because we talk about how much we talked last week about how much time is invested in learning choreo. So how many hours is this paper meant to be? Like full-time, is full-time 40 hours? Um, like is it meant to be full-time because it's one paper? No, so I don't know. I don't know how they work it. I think a paper is kind of probably, say, 12 hours a week, maybe, yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. So if you condense... So you're putting a lot of time... I'm you're putting, putting a lot of time. Hours, but if you right. co- condense a semester down into, you know... Um, you sort of like a half, a third of that time, then, yeah. then that looks more like 25, you know, sort of to that, 30 hours. Do you know that's so disciplined, going like 8.30 till 4? Because mm-hmm. you, so you're not, you don't study at night or anything? No. So you get home, you're not studying anymore? I, again, a conscious choice <laughs> to have boundaries, like, so like good, kind of... Jess. Environmental bound. Listen, I don't know who is talking right now because this is <laughs> That's quite so a good. change. Because, like, I can, yeah, Nico's um, Thank reporting you. Nico. you. Um, that's so good. Like, I just, I just remember studying so late at night. Like you say, you, you, you're there in the library just before it opens. I did that, but I was also there until it closed. You're probably doing more, that's why. Well, yeah, because I was doing, you know, like a degree. But, you know, like I was very, like I didn't have those boundaries in terms of, um, you know, so I'm so proud of you. But you didn't have the boundaries because you needed that much time to... Yeah, it was intense. But, like, still, though, like the fact that you're not like, oh, I'm going to sleep in and maybe I'll just go for a walk now and... Maybe I'll start at 12. I'm not feeling productive. Maybe I'll do some tonight. You're just like, no, I'm there at 8.30. I'll leave at 4. I think that's the difference, though, also, like, I have children and a family. Yeah. So, you, you know. You have a choice. Yeah. So, like, 
yeah, I need to kind of get home and take them to sport and and all that jazz. So, (laughs) you know, but um, no, I'm just trying a different approach because, you know, the thing is that I started my degree in 2002. So the strategy that I've used for the last 21 (laughs) years hasn't been successful because it's been successful in terms of like I have, you know, almost two thirds of my degree done, but it hasn't been successful in terms of kind of like where, you know, the timeline three years for a degree you know, is going to be like 22. It's quite a difference. No regrets. <laughs> 22. <laughs> I wonder what the longest amount of time it's taken for someone to do a degree. Get, be kind to yourself, please. I could Stop find that. that out. Stop that. Move on. What's next on your note? <laughs> well, so on the topic of changing direction, and this is not just me, yourself as well, yeah. going from PT to... Uh, back into project management, uh, I kind of thought maybe, like, we could chat a little bit more about... So if you're listening and you connect to this topic and you, you've just got that feeling of kind of like, I, you know, I want to make a change or something doesn't feel right and, you know, yeah. all of that, what we could maybe talk about is that and go through first six signs it's time to make a change. So here's what I've prepared earlier. I'm interested to hear it. First sign that it might be time to make a change. Every week you cannot wait for Friday. Oh, I agree. Okay. Isn't that, like, it's such a shitty culture that we have, and I don't think it's just a New Zealand thing, but you know, like, where everybody is just, like, not everybody, but lots of people dread work and they just want Friday, you know? It's, like, that you hear all the time, and the thing is, is, like, you're not, like, you don't have to stay where you are. You There's there's opportunities everywhere if you're actually open to them, you know? And I know for some people it's not, like, it's not that easy to, um, I don't know, I guess, shift... Uh, industries or roles, or especially if you've been in the same indus- a same company, for example, for you know you hear of people they've been in the same company for six, seven years, and that's all they know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's such a good point. If you cannot wait for Friday, you don't have to live like this. It you is really a, don't. it is a a very strange culture though, isn't it? And yeah. it's just kind of the accepted grind. norm. Just grind and then just get really drunk in the weekend. Yeah, escape, escape, a- escape, exactly. escape your and life. Then, and then, yeah, if you feel like you have to escape your Monday to Friday, then maybe, maybe there's time for a change. I mean, um, could you look forward to Mondays? Hi, Monday. That was well, kind that's of, how it came about. Yeah, that was the that's concept, right? That's how the right? brand came about. Better, better living was sort of oh, like, I miss home you know, could you could you actually be living a life where you didn't dread Monday? Yeah. So that's something it's possible. to kind of reflect on. It's possible. Okay, second sign is that, similar, but you live for vacations. So you yeah. live for holidays. So it's a similar kind of concept, but this is more around sort of like, um, you know, you're kind of hanging out for two weeks in the year where you get to go on holiday or whatever. And that, that can kind of be, like, if your work-life balance is really off, then um, typically you'd really look forward to your holidays. You know, when you're, like, mm. burnt out, burnt out, and by yeah. the time you go on holiday, then that's when you, like, get sick. <laughs> yeah. Because your body is like, you know, oh, time to relax. You know how you tend to get sick when you... When you let go, um, when you let go, yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know if there's any science behind that. 
I remember when I was um, at uni, I used to get sick every uni holidays when I'd go home, every time, like every single time. Well, it's similar. Thank you for kind of bringing that for a full circle moment. So I didn't feel like my chat around being sick was pointless. (laughs) Um, It is exactly what I was saying around sort of like uh, emotionally pushing myself, you know, surviving, coping, um, dealing with all the chat around the All Blacks and the coaches and all of that stuff. Um, And it coming to an end and being able to actually let go. And my body's just like, now you can be sick. (laughs) For two months straight. For two months. For two months. (laughs) Do you want an eye infection? Do you want a rash? Do you want a cold as well? (laughs) Is there anything left? I don't think I've had a stomach bug. Oh, don't get that. That's the worst. (laughs) Okay, so third sign that it might be time for a change. When you stop and think about it, you're really not focusing your life on your priorities. Okay, elaborate. Okay, so a little exercise that you can do for this is first, listening, Nico, this is something that you could do if you wanted to, too. Um, Write down your top three priorities. Does anything come to mind for your top three priorities? In life, like generally? Yep. Or like family and friends. Okay. And um, carry on. Yeah, anyway, (laughs) um, priorities. So it might be, for example, like probably one of my priorities that I recognise now is learning. Mm -hmm. That is really important to me. I really need to be feeling like I'm, you're nodding as well, Nico, learning and growing. So if that was my priority, but I wasn't doing that, there's a misalignment there. So the the second step after you've written down your top three priorities is write down the top three ways that you spend your time. And if there is a mismatch, as in nothing aligns, then that's something that you need to kind of have have a think about because that's a cool tool. yeah because that that sense of fulfillment in your life is when what you spend your time on is aligned with what your priorities are. Yeah. So if my priorities are my kids, but I don't spend any time with them, then that's a misalignment. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If I'm not okay. So if I'm like okay, not seeing my kids that much, then it's not really going to bother me, is it? What are your top three priorities? Oh, jeez. Um, well, I said um, learning. Learning, yeah, definitely. Um, my kids. I mean, I hate to like be like what a cliche as mum I mean, to say it, that. You are very much allowed to <laughs> yeah. to have your kids as your priority. Yeah, they they are they are important to me. I just don't get enough of a break from them. Um, yeah, no. So my kids, you know, like that that was a real kind of moment when I was group fitness manager. Was that I felt like I wasn't there for my children. Yeah, that t- I was missing that time. I didn't have the emotional energy for them, and that was such a misalignment in terms of values you had and priorities. Sixty other kids at work. <laughs> Including that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the 60. Um, um, your third priority? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Something I should have prepared earlier. No, that's fine. Carry um, on. Do, 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 do. Uh, I mean, I don't know if well-being is kind of too broad of a statement, but... I don't think it is. You know, I like I like to eat healthy, and I when I'm well, I like to exercise, and, um, you know, I, I like to feel well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what about you? <laughs> now back to you. <laughs> Thought of anything? Um, not my kids. Yeah, because I don't have any. Um, but for me, growing and being challenged. Mm-hmm. So maybe not as specific as you 
with like learning, but mm-hmm. definitely similar with because that's a big reason why I changed from PT to PM was because I felt like I wasn't going anywhere further. So growing is is big for me. Um, and I mean, I'm stealing yours just because it's it relates to me well-being as well, you know, mm. like that really well, it's, matters that's to me. That's kind of where we connect, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Like I, I, um, I, f- I really struggle to like not have exercise in my life, especially when I'm like more so when I'm busy. Like I feel like I need it more then because mm. otherwise I, I f- get a sense that I lose myself a bit. Um, and the third will probably be my my family and friends. Yeah. 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 So then if you looked at how do you spend your time in a week, you could do it in a week, then is there an alignment with that or is there a misalignment? I guess when you were PTing, if you were to do that and recognise that your priority then was growth and you looked at how you spent your time and you didn't feel like you were growing – yeah. As a PT, then that's, that's a misalignment. Me moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of a big chunk of the time that you spend a week yeah. in your life. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think now it's, it's more balanced. Yeah. I feel like it is. And I feel like I've got. Um, I mean, I always make time for friends. Yeah, you do. But I need it. Yeah. I need my girlfriends. Have you ever been through a time where you haven't had that and you've noticed the impact? Um, you get quite down. Like if you get sick, the thing that gets you down is the lack of people. Yeah, it's true. Uh, have I? No, I don't feel like I. I can't think of a time that I haven't made. Oh, hello. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I can't think of a time that I haven't made time for my friends. Yeah, you're pretty proactive about that. Um, Intentional, I would say. Yeah. Very intentional. Anyway, what's the next point? Fourth up is you have no idea what lights you up and you don't have the space in your life to discover it. Oh, That, that makes just... Nat very sad. <laughs> so, well, what's life without that? Yeah, if you haven't found your passion in your current life, you're not going to find it if you continue to do your same routine over and over year after year. That's really sad. Yeah. I must say, at this point in my life... That kind of when you sort of get over that halfway point of a, you know, sort of normal lifespan and you go, wow, that went fast. The very confronting thing is sort of like, uh, this is how quickly life goes. Mm. So what do I really want to be doing with it? You know, because if I don't actually consciously choose, it's going to pass. Um, you're right with like if you haven't found it in your current life, it's like it's, what is it? It's like you won't, you're not going to find it. Yeah. Um, and what what's the saying? I'm sure there's a saying that kind of says that if you like if you haven't found it in your current environment, you need to change your environment because new environments create um, more growth and new opportunities, new people. Um, you know, like how a whole environment can change everything? Absolutely. It's like you've read ahead. It says experiment with learning new things, spending time with inspiring people and doing more of what excites you and less the things that suck your energy. So putting yourself in an environment where that isn't familiar. Yeah, yeah. You know, that is outside of your comfort zone maybe. Yeah. 
you know, just to kind of stretch stretch that and muscle And maybe a bit. that means going to, like, you know those things that you might, that takes you out of your comfort zone that you sometimes you might dread, mm. but then when you look back, you might have met a lot of people at that, you know, like maybe it's like a, a friend's birthday party where you're not going to know many people, mm. um, although I'm awful not going to those things sometimes if I don't feel like it. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, maybe it's like a networking event or something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Makes a lot of sense. The finding, the the sort of um, creating space also to, to discover or c- to connect with what your passion is is really important too. I think that's really challenging though because – when you're busy and you're working, you know, full-time and if you're also kind of a parent, there really isn't a lot of space for you and that's the tough thing is carving out time to connect with yourself and kind of go, am I feeling good with everything that's... That's why, you know, we chatted about this, like going on holiday, how you just kind of get that, like, yeah. space to kind of think about stuff and reassess, you know, your life and direction and all of the big picture stuff. Okay, number five, this is a good sign that maybe something needs to change. You're frequently jealous. Oh. Oh. If you find yourself frequently feeling jealous of someone, there are three changes to consider making. First up, make a point to focus on your path instead of the journey of others. Sometimes this involves taking a break from social media. Oh, yeah. Social media is a big culprit. So um, so that's a good one. Um, bring the energy in. Focus on your journey, not someone else's. Or you could try getting inspired from that other person. Uh, so the person that you're jealous of, look at kind of like, well, what are they doing that... I'm jealous of. Could yeah. I could I rejig my goals so it looks more similar to that? Um, decide what the other person has um, is not something you're willing to... Sorry, so the third thing that you can do is if you realistically look at what something someone has or, you know, what they're doing with their life and it makes you jealous, realistically, are you willing to do what they do to get what they've got? And if not then decide to cheer them on about it. Because that's the other yeah, thing too, is sort yeah. of like it's all very well looking at the end result. Exactly, yeah. But I, would you be willing <clears throat> to do what they have to do to get there? Because there's always a lot of hard work that you don't see. Oh, my God. Especially on social media. Like there's so much hard work that you don't see and people don't tend to show the the lows of of not just in social media but just in general like they don't tend to sh- to talk about the the negatives so yeah. you're right in saying like are you willing to mm. to do what they're doing put in the same amount of work in order to get where they are and if not then maybe quote mark you don't deserve it yeah you know yeah it's true and just also that um you know something can seem really good on the surface but actually you know, kind of maybe it's not it, you know, such that, a good fit for you. That's like group fitness. Do you find that? Like, yeah. Well, tell me more. Well, you know what I mean. Go on. You know what I mean. Like, so people, so becoming an instructor, I think, is quite appealing to people. 
seems to not, be. Not it was to, to us. Definitely not to everyone, obviously, yeah, yeah. because some people are like, this is my worst nightmare. But, like, I think it, like, it looks like it is fun, but it looks fun and it looks like, you know, it's quite empowering and you, you get to... Um, have a big impact on people's day. So, you get you know, attention is what she's saying. Yeah, yeah, you get attention. So if, yeah. you, if you like to be the centre of attention, it's great for you. If you like to be and in then, a position of power, yeah. great fitness instructions a lot of There's a lot of people who go into it for the wrong reasons. So say if it's because you want to be the centre of attention and if it's just for that, then you're not going to last, especially because people... So, like, th- we, we'd have big intakes every year because the rate of people who drop out is really high. So say if we need this amount of people, we might take on a, a much bigger number because the, when people realise how much work is involved mm. and how unsexy it is mm. to be listening to choreo mm. while you're cooking, mm. while you're doing everything and doing like weird moves, you know, like in your in your lounge um, while everybody else is like have it, watching TV in the other room, chilling on a Sunday night, and you're preparing choreography for, for Monday morning. For Monday morning, yeah. or even like when you first start, you're you're even just getting ready for like Thursday because yeah. you need to put so much, so many days ahead because mm. it takes so much time to mm. learn one track. Yep. Like if you think of like body pump. If you're doing an hour, that's 10 tracks. And I remember how long one track took me when I used to, like, you know, when you first start and you team teach. So when mm. people realise how unsexy it is, mm. they pull out. It's too hard. So I, I don't want it. Like, so that's like a prime example of you see the end result. This person has mastered the skill. They do a really good job. They draw everyone's attention. And they, everybody is moving with them, moving to the beat of the music. That in itself, not everybody has that in their body to move to, to music move on the beat. Yeah. On the beat, um, you know. So they like they make it look really easy. So you're like, I want to be that guy or that person, you know. And then you realize how many hours, and it's like, actually, I'm not willing to put in that amount of work to just get to that side pulling up. Not when I can just turn up as a participant exactly. and, you know, kind of enjoy it. And switch off and enjoy. Yeah, yeah and, and have that's, fun. That's, the, that's the most fun thing when you're a, an instructor is when you go to class and you're like, wow, this this is not my responsibility. I yeah, think these people. I can just focus on my workout. I don't know. I don't need to know what's coming next. I don't yeah. need to think about how to, um, you know, communicate that. Oh, I miss it a little bit. Uh, oh, that. this is good. Oh, my God, this is good. Let's keep on talking about it. But also when you... <laughs> Holly will be like, yes, yeah. No, to Holly, this. no, not coming back. Yeah. Um, hey, don't be so, like, black and white. That all is right, not all you. Right, all right. <laughs> but you. Or even, like, not having to worry about, like, someone hurting themselves. You yeah. know when you see, like, blatantly yeah. someone's got um, not the best technique for their own selves? Yeah. <laughs> you're just, like, in the class, you're like, you're not my responsibility. Yep. I can just keep on moving. And I think also there are kind of two types, <clears throat> like, like say, two types of people or a, a combination of um, person that comes into group fitness, right? Yes, so, yeah. So definitely you get the need for attention fulfilled and the need yep. for power and all of that, right? <laughs> Golly. Uh, yep. There is a massive part that makes someone a good group fitness instructor, which is about helping other people. Like how much you care. You have to care a lot. And if yep. you don't care about helping other people, 
then teaching a class is not for you. And that's the yeah. big one because, you know, kind of the, you know, sort of the the show ponies or, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, the big personalities tend to be attracted to being front and centre. But if you do not have empathy for other people, you don't actually it comes care. Across. Oh, yeah, people, it comes like, across. And people, people pick know. up on it. Yeah, yeah. And you don't also, your motivation is not, how can I be better? Mm. Because if I can communicate the information so that people understand it, they move better. They have a better experience. If it's about, you know, how can I be great? Mm, yeah, luck. like if the, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Like if the instructor mm. makes it too much about themselves, then that really comes across. Yeah, so that's an example of when something looks shiny on the surface, but actually when, uh, not until you're kind of in it and you understand the work behind. And like you said, a lot of people kind of go, that looks like a fun thing to do. And then when they look at the work involved, they go, I'm not willing to do the work. But even sometimes, because generally when they first join up, we're all always very upfront, you know, with how much work it is and how much free work it is as well, right? Like we're really upfront with that. But even then they're like, yeah, that's fine. It's not until they're like in it Mm. and they're, you know, like they're they're like having to spend their Sunday evenings and stuff. That's when they realise yeah. And pull out. Yeah. So if you are jealous of a group fitness instructor, give it a whirl. <laughs> and uh, if you're not prepared to do the work, then... Think again. <laughs> time to move on. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so those are... Did I say six signs? Those are five signs. Oh, I was waiting for the last. We can make something else. <laughs> so um, five signs that it mm-hmm. might be time to make a change. Is there anything in that that jumps out a little bit more to you where maybe in a, at a point in your life in the past you were like, something needs to change, and one of those was kind of jumping out? You seem to get quite animated. Well, you did get quite animated about the jealousy one, but also quite animated about the living for Friday. Yeah, well, like that's the whole reason why I went into personal training in the first place and starting started the High Monday brand. Mm. The High Monday brand was all around like you don't have to. You don't have to live for Friday. How about making Mondays great? Mm. You know, like that was the whole. Um, business I guess story behind it um and I can say like I've gone back to corporate now and I don't dread Mondays I'm definitely not there hopefully I won't get there but if I do then hopefully I make a change you know um what's the difference this time around the difference I guess I mean I'm relatively still new I suppose you know and I um maybe I'm uh, I don't know, like maybe I'm more mature with how I spend my time, my spare time. I don't just get drunk um, Friday night and Saturday night because yeah. <laughs> I definitely used to do that. Um, uh, I don't know, and I guess I'm enjoying what I'm doing, you mm. know, and maybe the biggest, I mean, the reason why people dread Monday, not the only, but one of will be that maybe they're highly stressed, like the, their job gives them anxiety because it's really stressful, mm-hmm. or they don't enjoy the people they work with. Mm. So, like, you know, maybe they're in a toxic kind of space. That's just 
to me, I'm just like, life is too short for that, you know, like, and I know it's a privilege to be able to move yeah. elsewhere. Like, yeah. I totally understand that. Yeah. Mobility is a, pri- is a privilege. Yeah. Reflection time is a privilege. Yeah. yeah. And I don't really know what the world is doing in terms of, like, is this even, like, a, a time, like, I think the unemployment rate is going up. Like, I don't even know if this is the time to to change, obviously don't um, give up your job without having another mm. one. Mm. <laughs> Tips please. and tricks from Nat. Please, yeah, please don't, um, like, yeah, make your own informed decisions. Don't make decisions based on just this podcast. <laughs> please. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, no. <laughs> I need to pay my mortgage because of you girls. I yeah. can't. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, it's a privilege, but also, like, Sometimes, you know, when you talk to people and they are so like, but they always have like an answer as to why they can't. Yeah. Sometimes it does make me think like, well, maybe, maybe this is a lot deeper than, than that. Like maybe they need to look within themselves and just really see that um, they are quite closed off. And, you know, when you, when you, what's the word? Like when you. I guess when they like what they said, like changing your environment and stuff, like you, you do have to be like willing to see opportunities because yeah. you can quite when you're in a rut and when you're maybe depressed and not feeling good, it's quite easy to miss opportunities and mm. to just not see them. Like you mm. could be meeting someone, um, I don't know, like you're at a bar and they're talking about this business that they're a part of and you might not even make a connection that, wow, this sounds so cool. Maybe I could be a part of this or whatever, you know, mm. because you're so stuck in your right with how much you have this and this and this and this to do by Monday morning. and You know what I mean? Mm. And also, uh, I guess there's this sort of bias towards needing certainty or there needing to be a guarantee. Like, I'll look into it or I'll put time into it if I know I'm going to be successful. And actually yeah. being open to opportunities is that that's quite emotionally risky. You know, like something sometimes things don't turn out or you've spent time investigating something that turns out to be not what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. So being kind of open-minded and open to opportunity is very helpful. I think I, I swung too far that direction when I was younger. Like you just said, you know, don't um, finish something before you have, you know, (laughs) what you're going to go into next. My thing was like, I'm over it. I'm out. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I'll see. So I've had lots of reflection time. You didn't have like dependents though. You didn't have I didn't have children at the time, no. um, You know, like mortgage. Because like obviously if you have... Bills and big yeah. bills and children. And I could afford to do it. Yeah, because, you could afford to do it. You know, because yeah. I, I sort of I fell into these sort of um, random jobs like modelling and teaching English and stuff, which actually pay me really well. And back in the day, I really was not someone who spent money. I didn't care for clothes. I, did, I didn't... Really? Even in modelling? Uh, no, particularly wow. when I was modelling, I didn't care for clothes. I, di- I didn't really drink at the time, so I wasn't spending a lot of money um, socialising. You know, so my cost of living was low mm. and my income was quite high. So I guess I had I had the um, benefit of being so able to... savings. Yeah, being able to kind of like wow. stop something if I, if I didn't want to do it anymore and then just reflect on... But th- listen, 
that's um, I, that's not something I would recommend. And so um, <laughs> if you've recognised that it's time to make a change, then what do you do? What do you do? We've got some stuff for you. So we just talked about it, though. Start with reflection. The first thing you can do if you recognise that something kind of isn't feeling quite right, that you're just hanging out for Friday, you're very jealous of everyone around you, start to reflect. So carve out some time for reflection. Sit down and examine yourself and your life what do you notice? You might consider doing some journaling to help capture that's quite, your That thoughts. can be quite confronting as well. Well, that's where you have to be brave. Yeah, you have to be brave and you do have to, like, sit in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Sitting in emotions. What? Tough. Tough. Uh, examine your value system. So kind of similar to what we're saying about priorities, right? So, uh, And also recognising that values may shift over time. So if you're changing and evolving as a human and your responsibilities and your circumstances have changed, your values might do as well. Right? So um, not that you need to, like, completely flip your values, but maybe just assessing what the importance of them is. Like a value that was really important to you in your 20s might no longer be as you're hitting 30, Why for you example. Me for? <laughs> Got a birthday coming up? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, sometimes our values can change just depending on sort of like the stage that we're at, the age, circumstances and all of that. Uh Revisit and rewrite your goals. So just because you've written a goal that you had five years ago doesn't mean you need to remain committed to it. So if it no longer serves the direction that you want to go, uh, time to let it go. Oh, but I like to finish things. <laughs> and this is where we're very different. <laughs> um, is there... But have you sort of... Have you had a goal... Um, you know, that you have reassessed and gone, actually, you know, striving for that isn't really in line with the direction that I want to go in my life anymore. Uh, yeah. Like in fitness, definitely. Okay. Like, uh, I mean, I've had many, many goals that I've just shifted. Yeah, okay, you know, like good. With High Monday, for example, you know. Um, I think it's important to know when to let go, mm. and that's really hard because, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, like with how it looks on the outside. Mm. You know, people might see it as as um, like a I don't know failure or weakness mm. or whatever. But I don't know. I think you just get to a point where, well, if they if they're talking about how you failed, um, maybe like maybe they're not taking enough risks. You know, like they're not actually making moves, and you're the one that's just trying things, failing, moving on, you know? And we have such a, uh, I've said this before, but we have such an interesting relationship with failing or failure in New Zealand where it's very yeah. absolute. So, you know, kind of we see this real shame in having failed, not failing as in something didn't work out, you've learned from it and you move on. Yeah, It's, yeah. you know, very kind of like uh, shameful in New Zealand to fail and um, so you have to be brave to not get caught up in that and just, like you've said before, you you kind of um, chat with Essie about, you know, kind of 
um, what worked, what what did we learn, you know, what's the platform that's going to springboard us into the next opportunity. That's yeah. quite a different mindset than yeah, going, and I, guess I failed. Yeah, yeah, and I guess it's looking at the bigger picture rather than dwelling on the fact that this thing didn't work out. It's, yeah, like you say, just... And worrying about what people think of you and, you know, I guess accepting that... I think that's people's biggest handbrake. Worrying about what people think? Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, for sure. Like, there's so many things that we don't do based on how we think we might look on the outside. And that's helpful because, you know, sort of we we do need to be sort of part of, um, you know, a community to survive. You know what I mean? But like, do we? No, just kidding. Uh, you know, kind of, I guess. Well, I do. Yeah. But, but when it's impacting the authenticity of your life, that's a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's massive. And I wonder... Do you think it's more extreme in New Zealand? I don't know. You've lived in other places. Lived, yeah. As an adult. Lived as a foreigner, though. Um, Okay, so we talked about bravery. What about number four to help make a change? You've got to work up the courage to commit to change. So uh, being brave, self-aware, and change also requires intention. So once you know your values, your goals, where you're starting from, it's time to map out your next move. Um, and that's really helpful, but that also requires action. Also, I think it's, for me, what's helpful is to think of, like, the steps towards it. Like, it doesn't breaking need it to down. Be, Yeah, breaking yeah. it down so it's yeah. less daunting. Yeah. So it doesn't need to be, like, oh, I'm here and I want to get to this Oh no, there's no way I can do that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's but then if you actually break it down, it's more achievable or it's just less scary. Mm. Or even like if if it's even just a lifestyle change, for example. Like mm. say if it's you are somebody who is um wanting to live a healthier life and that you and I know best because we've both been personal trainers, mm. you know, like rather than just be like, Oh, I need to be eating and exercising this way and mm. I need to be exercising this amount of times a week mm. actually just make the changes really small start with like five minutes a day and then ten minutes a day and then maybe just like do that twice a week and then maybe do that three times a week it doesn't need to be what you see on Instagram people just like slogging it hard in the gym for an hour every single day you know like you're comparing yourself to someone that's like at the other end of the of the Later, I suppose, you know? Yeah, you know what? I just checked Instagram before I came in here. And um, in my feed was this gorgeous brunette doing a workout. And I was like, wow. And then I was like, that's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and I did have a feeling of sort of like, because I haven't exercised in two months, so I feel very weak and all that. And I did have a feeling of kind of like, oh, Jesus, that's really, you know, like, wow, you know. That I should be doing that, but I can't do it that well. Like, wow, but I should be. You oh know. my god, that is not. That is not why I don't don't want that reaction from that post. From no, no, any no, post. no. But then, but then I, you know, kind of thought about it, and I was like, but I know Nat, and I used to train like that, and you know what I have knowledge around is that 
I haven't exercised for two months. I'm not feeling, you know, super great at the moment, super fit and all that. Uh, but I know that 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 is built on. You yeah, know, like yeah, you yes, don't you yes. don't go from like Nat's not like that's her first workout. That's years. That's years of building out. So that's the problem with social media feeds. Oh, I know. Is that you know if you don't have that kind of awareness of, um, you know, let's say you're, like, looking for fitness inspiration and you're going, I need to make a change. Oh, yes, yep, wow, that, like, she's working out. She's I got think unfollow. Ads, you know, all of that stuff. Unfollow that person. <laughs> well, yeah, but just also, but also remembering <laughs> that, me. that, you know, kind of like, that's that's taken years. That's uh, yeah, years of that, working but out It shows that. how dangerous social media is, especially if, you're not in a great headspace yeah. or, you know what I mean, like, yeah. a, you know, when you're sick or whatever. Um, I'll be honest, yeah. like, I haven't felt myself since I've started this new job in terms of, like, my body because I'm not exercising as much. I'm not on my feet. I'm um, <laughs> I'm not exercising. I'm not on my feet. So I, I haven't felt, like, the same in my body. You know what I mean? Yeah. But... And so I haven't really posted much at all. And I've done this one post in however long, you know, so like on the outside, like that's what you're thinking, mm, but mm. I don't feel like myself at all. Well, thank you so much for sharing that <laughs> and being so honest. Well, that's what this podcast is about, right? Yeah, and if We you, are vulnerable. Well, if you follow Nat, you'll know the, um, the post that I'm talking about and you do look like you've got your shit together. <laughs> I so don't, I really don't to, promise. to hear that, you know, kind of there's there's um, kind of background stuff going on. Oh, yeah. That, that's, there, I can tell you that right now. There is, for sure. Well, that's very reassuring. So, um, hey, my pleasure to let you know on my thank you. vulnerabilities. That is what this podcast is about, though. <laughs> yeah. Oversharing. That's what we do. Being vulnerable. Hey, last thing to make a change is um, once you've sort of uh, been brave, intentional, keep checking in on yourself. So also accepting that once you decide to make a change, whatever that is, let's say let's say it is I want to feel fitter, I'm jealous of people who are fit and healthy and I want to make that change, you know, and you've intentionally started to build up on that also know that you're going to hit some bumps in the road. Yeah, you're going it's to not have linear. exactly. So you're going to have moments where you're not going to feel fit and strong. You may not be able to exercise that week. You might not feel like it. Uh, just keep checking in and kind of going. Overall, am I like how am I doing? Compassionately, you know, sort of am I um, having intention around the change that I'm trying to make? Uh, being kind to yourself. That's and I think if the, if the change is for the right reasons, like if we use the fitness example, mm. if the change is because you just want to, sorry, I should say Jasper, you want to lose 10 kgs and that's your only kind of reason, then that's not going to be like that's not going to be helpful for your mind mm. because you're just going to beat yourself up the way as you get there. But if you, if you kind of go into the, wanting the change for the right reasons. So, like, say, um, just, I guess, living a healthy lifestyle and just looking after your body because when you look after yourself, you look after your, your people around you and you know what I mean? Like, it's mm. I think that's um, 
really thinking about why you're making that change. And we can connect that back to sort of priorities and values as well. Like yeah. say, say, for example, you're a parent and, you, and your priority and your value is your family and your kids and spending time with them and, you know, kind of a feeling unhealthy and unfit gets in the way of being able to play with your kids, yeah, for example. Yeah. Exercising and training to support that is much more meaningful than losing 10 kgs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. For, for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, nice catching up. Yeah, nice to see you. Hey, see, see you next week. No. For the recording. No, I don't want to be sick anymore. I want to socialise. You better, please. Yeah. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at Babes Listen. And also we have a TikTok at Babes Listen. So follow us on both if you're on both of them. We always have great content. And sometimes we check on some like questions and stories and stuff. So, And we're always very interested in what you've got to say. So thank you for listening and following. Bye.